Hi, welcome to All Things Dorothy's Daughter. I'm your host, my name is Nini. Thanks for joining. This will not be a long podcast today, so sit down for a few minutes, take a listen, and I look forward to your thoughts. As I continue to talk about friendship for this month of July, you'll notice that I've been having these discussions relatively alone. I've um, I've had on one guest earlier in the month. However, I've really been diving into looking at some research and kind of understanding the psyche behind friendships and, and um, you know, what my expectations are and those type of things. So today I kind of want to just talk a little bit about friendships as you are becoming or you are an adult and I think there's three types of friendships there's the active friendships the dormant friendships and the commemorative commemorative friendships so those friendships that you remember from the good old times you know but by middle age if you think about it people they even you've gotten taken on or met lots of different friends. You've had different jobs, you've lived in different cities, you've done different activities, and they don't all know each other, but you've developed some friendships in your adulthood. And I think those friendships fall into those three categories. And so think about friendships are active. If you're in touch regularly, you can call them for emotional support and it wouldn't be weird. Um, they know what's going on in your life and you know what's going on in their lives and a dormant friend they may have history and maybe you haven't talked to them in a while but you still think of that person and you'd still be happy to hear from them if they were in your city you're cool with meeting up with them and the commemorative friend is not someone you expect to hear from or see you may not ever see him again but they were important to you earlier in your life And you think of them fondly for that reason. So you still consider them your friend. And think about social media. Facebook, you know, makes things weird by keeping these friends continuously in your peripheral vision. You're spying on their lives. You're seeing what's going on with them. And it it violates, let's call it it the, the camp friend rule of commemorative friendships, right? No matter how close you were with your best friend from summer camp, it is always awkward to stay in touch when school starts. And because your camp, your camp self is not your school self, and it dilutes the magic of the memory a little as you try to attempt to have a pale imitation of what you had with that person that's strictly meant to be your camp friend. And think about this, the same goes for friends you only see online. If you never see your friends in person, you're not really sharing experiences so much as just you're just keeping up with each other. You're updated on their separate lives. It becomes a relationship based on storytelling rather than shared living. Not that it's bad. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just not the same as developing those real, true, deep friendships. Because your friendships are always susceptible to circumstances. If you think of all the times or all the things that we have to do, we have to work, we have to take care of our kids, we have to take care of our parents as they get older, friends choose to do things for each other, so we put them off. Your friends tend to fall through the cracks. And 
after young adulthood, meaning college life and, and all of that, the reasons that friends stop being friends is not because they've done something wrong, but it depends on the circumstances, right? It's due to all those things outside of the relationship. And one of the findings that I read from a interesting study, it was, it's called Friendship Rules. Um, and the study said adults feel the need to be more polite in their friendships, which is very interesting. And in that study, it says, this is a quote, we don't like, we don't feel like in adulthood, we can demand very much of our friends. It's very unfair. They've got other things going on. So we stop expecting as much, which to me, if you think about that, it's a sad thing. Um, and we walk away. You know, we walk away for the sake of being polite because we don't want to put those things or our, our expectations on the friendship. But the things that make friendship fragile also make it flexible. You know, um, people tend to think that their friendship as are continuous, even if they go like a long period where you're not in touch, they think that their friendships are still rock solid and sustainable. And this is a, you know, wouldn't you say this is a fairly sunny view? You wouldn't assume you were still good. Um, you know, you would think about this, guys. Would you assume that you're still on good terms with your parents if you hadn't heard from them in months? If you they hadn't checked on you? They haven't asked how things are going? They know that maybe you had a, a major interview um, for a new job and they didn't call you to see how it went? Or... They know that, you know, your parents know that you're struggling, but they're not checking on you. Can you really assume that you're still on good terms when your parents aren't doing that? But the default assumption with friends is that you're still friends, but that you're being treated that way because you want to be polite, right? And that politeness isn't fulfilling. And I know I talked about in the podcast, um, the need that we all have connections and, and want to, you know, be connected to others and share in our lives. But if you think that you're still friends when you're not sharing that, an active friend that is, um, you may be dormant or you may be commemorative, then that's again, that's okay. But active friends, you, you know, I think friendships continue because people are living up to each other's expectations. And if we have a relaxed expectation for each other, or we've even suspended expectations, we've just even stopped expecting things from people. There's a real sense in which we realize that are we truly those active friends? And again, I'm not saying that it's bad, but are we active friends? Because it's summer when you're 10, you know, think about it. You're 10 years old in the summer. That's one third of your life. That's a long time, right? But when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, that three months goes by in the blink of an eye. So perhaps friends are more willing to forgive long lapses in communication because they're feeling life's abundance of things that you have to do as well. So we're like, oh shoot, I can't do it either. So I'm going to go ahead and forgive that person because they can't do it. It's sad. Sure. 
that we stop relying on friends as much as we do when we grow up, but it's all, it allows for a different kind of relationship. You know, it, it's based on mutual understanding of each other's human limitations. It's not, it's not ideal, but it's real. And friendship is a relationship with no strings attached except the ones you choose to tie. Ones that's just about being there as best as you can. And you can continue to build those friendships and those relationships. And there's so many ways that you can communicate. Um, Social media, it makes it possible to try to at least keep your relationship close, whether it's liking photos, saying happy birthday on Facebook, sending an email, sending funny memes, showing that you're connected is so important for that active friendship. And there's just so many ways that we can do that now. So thinking about adult friendships, they come and they go and times fail relationships aren't as strong as they used to be but it's just a part of life right and I I think that the main takeaway for me is you choose how much time you invest in those active relationships you choose how much time you think it's worth assuring that each other's on the same page and that part about do you really think you have a deep and active relationship with your friends the way that I described your parents treating you if um just some food for thought you know not saying that it's bad not saying that it's good but analyzing and understanding which type of friendship as an adult that you have active dormant or that one that's just going to help you remember your your past life is important for your own psyche and for your own health um, and the expectations and and truly what you really want. So that's my quick 10-minute spiel, just doing some research, trying to understand, you know, the psyche behind friendship and, you know, these things about being a good friend and what does that truly mean to you and it's, it's really been eye-opening for me as I do the research and, and look within myself and analyze my needs, wants, and desires and um, how I choose to be perceived and what people will say about me when they attend my funeral. Hopefully that's 90 years from now, um, but you never know. That's also another thing is life is too short, right? Um, life's flying by so, pa- so fast. And just being friendly is not the same as being a friend. Um, so the, the part about the parents really, really sticks with me. So hopefully you found a pearl out of this because what I think um, I'm doing here for the, for the next rest of the month as I continue to do some research, we have one, two, three more topics, three more episodes for friendship um, for the rest of this month. So I'm going to continue to dig my Tuesday topics. Tuesday conversations will be a little bit longer than um, Thursday since I'm doing this by myself because I'm trying to just reflect and 
listen to what I put out on the Tuesday so that I can assure that I'm delivering the right message that I want you to hear on Thursday. So go out and be wonderful today. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.